Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Vox Tablet. I'm Sarah Avery. Today, dispatches from Jewish student leaders in Europe. Last weekend, parliamentary elections across Europe gave strong showings to all sorts of far-right, xenophobic, and sometimes outright anti-Semitic parties. That comes in the wake of a new study in France indicating that 74% of Jews there want to emigrate. And then, of course, there was the murder last Saturday of four people at the Jewish Museum in Brussels. In the midst of all of this, Jeffrey Goldberg, a prominent journalist and a correspondent for The Atlantic magazine who closely follows these kinds of developments, posted a tweet that read, At what point do the Jews of America and the Jews of Israel tell the Jews of Europe that it might be time to get out? We thought it might be useful to talk to some people on the ground in Europe about what's going on over there. Today we've got with us two student leaders deeply invested in the future of Jewry in Europe. Andi Gergely grew up in Hungary and is now the chairperson of the World Union of Jewish Students. She's speaking with us from Jerusalem. Jane Bredengolay is president of the European Union of Jewish Students. She was born in Switzerland and she now lives in Brussels. Andi and Jane, welcome to Vox Tablet. Thank you. Thank you. Jane, I want to start with you. As we just said, and as a lot of people know, there was a shooting in Brussels over the weekend at the Jewish Museum. What is the situation like in Brussels right now for Jews? What's the feeling? Well, there's definitely a feeling of being up in the air because we don't really understand yet what happened, who is behind the shooting, um, and also like what, what this is going to mean for Jewish life in Brussels in the next couple of weeks. So just to give you one example... Um, my organization, the European Union of Jewish Students, we currently can't work out of our office. Um, we're based in a Jewish house that also houses the Union of Belgian Jewish Students. And uh, the, the local security has uh, decided that it's just too risky for us to keep working out of there. So right now we are uh, moving around different homes, different offices, um, and then just waiting to see what develops next. And, uh, you know, until the police finally arrests uh, the murderer. Let's step back for a moment. A lot of listeners may not be aware that there are international unions of Jewish students. Andy, I wonder if you could briefly explain what role they play in Europe and why are they necessary? Sure, absolutely. Um, most countries have uh, Jewish student unions. And, and these unions are, are part of, uh, especially in Europe, are part of the the umbrella of the European Union of Jewish Students. And on a global level, um, in South Africa, in Australia, some now rebuilding themselves in, in Latin America, etc., etc., and they are all part of the, the World Union of Jewish Students. The role of these unions are, are, are again, very different. Uh, some unions are, are very political. Uh, for instance, uh, in France or in the UK, they, they work on political grounds, uh, combating anti-Semitism, racism, uh, sometimes BDS, uh, but work very closely with the Jewish community and creating a safe space for, for Jewish students in universities and, and giving them an opportunity to meet and, and have a Jewish life on, on campus or in university environments. So the roles uh, of, of unions are very different to, to each country, but on an international level, I would say that, that mainly the, the role representing the, the interests of Jewish students or different uh, international organizations, for instance, the UN, European Parliament, UNESCO, you name it, uh, but also, you know, to have the, 
to give the possibility for students from, from all over Europe or from all over the world to meet up and to share their experiences with each other, to connect to each other. And, and this is also what, what the international umbrellas are, are doing. I imagine there's been a lot of discussion among your peers in these groups about uh, the election results from this past weekend. What have been some of the things that you've been hearing from people around Europe? Are uh, students and Jewish communities anxious about the results? Are they surprised? What is it expected? Tell us a little bit what the what the reception has been to the election results. Sure. Um, not so much surprise, but... Definitely a disappointment that the the predictions have become a reality. I mean that in most countries, and I think the 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 biggest shock was France, um, where the the Front National, Marine Le Pen's party, um, was the largest party um, to win seats. They they won by twenty five percent of the votes. And that that really uh, that really did send some kind of clear signal that um, there is a there is a trend in Europe, and from from what I've heard from the French Union of Jewish Students, I mean they're very distraught by that, and and that so the overall situation, despite it being a mixed bag and uh, there being an importance to look at each country individually. Because there isn't one single story that, across Europe when it comes to these elections. Yeah, definitely disappointed that this is what we will be dealing with for the next five years. Well, I just have a question in terms of France and in some of these countries where there has been a surge in uh, right-wing politics. Uh, those those parties traffic in xenophobia against Jews, but also against Muslims and other minority groups. So does the Jewish Student Union, do these different groups in the different countries or the umbrella organization, do you join forces with the uh, comparable organization, comparable student organizations from uh, the Muslim student groups or other student groups? Well, there certainly is uh, the the realization there that this that this sort of development can't be uh, approached you know, within each community itself, but that there, that there is a need for alliances um, and that there is actually a, a big movement out there that is concerned about xenophobia, about racism, um, and that, that, you know, wants to address that. Now, in terms of actual uh, alliances and then which organizations, which unions work with, that really boils down to the local context. I mean, I I know that a lot of the unions re- reach out to anti-racist organizations, um, but the difficulty is, and this is something that we see in in in, in a lot of uh, countries, um, that often there's also concern in terms of what the stance of those organizations is towards Israel, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, if if these anti-racism organizations have have joined the BDS movement or something like that, it becomes increasingly difficult for Jewish student organizations to build those alliances. I wonder, can you both tell us a little bit about yourselves? Andi, did you grow up within an openly Jewish community in Hungary? Um, I actually did. I, I think I'm, I'm among the, the few few Hungarians. Of course, Hungary has a very different historical background, having a, being a socialist country until 1990. So, so Jewish life started to be revive in, in the early 90s and, and 2000s, and I, and I was part of that generation who was able to go to Jewish schools, a Jewish kindergarten, Jewish camps. 
So essentially, I had a very open and very vibrant Jewish childhood. And I think this is absolutely part of the reason why I decided to to be, you know, to become a Jewish activist later on. Does it feel difficult now to be openly Jewish in Hungary? Um, it, it's hard to say because I'm I'm not there for the past seven years on a, on a continuous basis. Nevertheless, whenever I go, the, the Jewish scene, in my opinion, didn't actually change. Um, it's it's actually interesting that that whenever, for instance, I go to to Jewish institutions in England or or in France, there's a very strong, very big security outside of the you know the Jewish institutions, which we're all used to. But actually, if you go to Hungary, you don't really see that. So so as much as we hear a lot about Hungarian anti-Semitism, and and I and I'm obviously aware of uh, of uh, how you know the trend has been changing. On, a, on an everyday basis, uh, you don't see it. What about you, Jane? What was your relationship to Jewish life growing up in Switzerland? Well, the Swiss community um, is one that, that is, actually feels quite safe and um, has a, a long-standing and also stable communal life. And so um, also my, my experience of growing up Jewish has been, has been very positive. Um, I actually did grow up in a in a small town where there was no big Jewish community. I was actually the only Jewish girl in my school, but I took that as kind of an opportunity to engage with my peers about what Jews are, to explain to them what I was doing at home. And I was active in the Jewish youth group. Um, I went to a Jewish Sunday school and and was pretty much embedded in the communal life, which despite Switzerland having a small Jewish community, is quite a traditional one uh, with, uh, I say, all the Jewish infrastructure from a kosher restaurant to a Jewish primary school, um, etc. I mean, you can, you can lead a, a very comfortable life in Switzerland. As a Jew, you mean? As a Jew. Well, also in general. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as a Jew. Are most of the people who participate in the student unions that you both lead invested above all, in maintaining Jewish life in their respective countries? So this is something I get asked a lot, and I actually wonder a lot. And there was a meeting around two months ago where we had eight of our Jewish student leaders gathered, and they were meeting with a senior figure of the Jewish world. And and he put the question forward to them. He's like, which one of you wants to stay in Europe, and which one of you is you know sees their future somewhere else? And we went around the room and it was really half-half. Half of them actually definitely saw their future um, in Europe. And the other half uh, said that they ultimately um, saw their future somewhere else, be it Israel or be it in Asia or Australia or the U.S. Um, and I think that's actually really, uh, really the way young people in Europe feel today. I think it's, you know, there's no strong trend here. Um, and I think depending on the country, it's a very different, uh, uh, also emotion about how they feel uh, regarding their future in Europe. So I, I just like to maybe compare Switzerland to France here. Okay. Um, the, the Swiss community, again, um, has, has not experienced uh, a violent anti-Semitism the way the French community has. It also has a different background in terms of being long-rooted 
in Switzerland and feeling very much part of Swiss society and that they have found their place as a Jewish community in Switzerland to also voice their interests and, and defend them. Um, whereas if you look at France, which is a completely different picture, um, also in size, I mean, it's one of the largest communities in the world, um, outside of Israel and the U.S., of course. Um, but it's also the community that in, in Europe has experienced the most anti-Semitism um, physically, um, unavoidable in the streets. And, and that, that has an impact, of course, on, on, on how young people see their future there. Um, I think it's very understandable that if you're also starting to think where you want to settle down or where you want to build your life, if security, if physical security is um, not, uh, not a given, then, um, then you'll ultimately start looking somewhere else and start conceiving of the future somewhere else. But again, it's very split in Europe. Um, there are a lot of, uh, especially Jewish student leaders, who I think it's also what put them in those positions in the first place, are extremely dedicated to their communities and, and want to wanna bring around a change. Um, and nobody's naive about how daunting that task is. Um, but still, the very, uh, very dedicated to that notion. And I think within the European Union of Jewish Students and our members, that's still, um, even maybe if it's not the long-term vision everybody shares, in the here and now, they are still very, very dedicated of making the situation better for their communities and opening up that, that real possibility of, of, a, of, a, of a sustainable, vibrant uh, Jewish community in Europe. Adi, you said you're based now in Jerusalem. Has your family left Hungary? No, they, they, all, they all live in Hungary. And they, they don't consider leaving? No, not for, I mean, I think there is something that, that we also have to speak about, and generally migration within Europe. People, people are moving around in Europe, and, and, you know, Hungary is obviously not the strongest economy. It's never been, but especially now, it's very difficult economical and political reality. So there, there was a survey contacted more than 50% of Hungarian students want to leave after high school graduation. And that is obviously true for, you know, Jewish students are calculated in that. But I think it's very, I mean, we have to be very careful to say that they leave because of anti-Semitism. They leave because because in other countries you, you have much better prospects for having, a, you know, a life, higher salaries and, and, and better life. So I think that um, that's very important to, to note, especially when it comes to Jewish populations emigration to, for instance, to Austria or to, to Germany or to England, uh, they, they live because, uh, because li they hope that life will be easier there. Yeah, can I just uh, also you know, throw my weight behind what Andy has said? It is extremely important to take all these statistics and numbers in context. And I would say, and this is also um, what the European Union as an idea has been, has been uh, pushing for, uh, the mobility within the European Union is, is, is really uh, something uh, a lot of young people take advantage of. And if we only look at numbers of Jews leaving a specific community, it'll distort the image. It's very, very important to, um, to ask what the motives behind people leaving uh, their community uh, are.
What would you like to tell your American counterparts about what it's like to be a Jew in Europe? Are there misconceptions that you bump up against in your interactions with American peers? So what's important to me is that um, that people take a fuller picture uh, when they look at Europe. Um, there's been a lot, a lot of good things also happening in Europe in terms of Jewish life, in terms of uh, European societies also embracing uh, their Jewish heritage and their Jewish communities and looking at it as an integral part of their history, opposed to some foreign element that just kind of coexisted for the last hundreds of years. Um, that, that Specifically, we're speaking about an expansion of Jewish space. So that means that despite there not being uh, maybe a large Jewish community or an actual Jewish community at all in specific countries, in specific cities, there still is um, an interest amongst the population to, to understand and to dig into this part that they know once was there. Um, we see uh, Jewish studies programs pop up at universities across Europe, which wasn't there before. Um, I have run into Jewish film festivals in Zagreb, in Croatia, where, I mean, the Jewish community is very tiny, and it was the last place I expected there to be a Jewish film festival. You have Klezmer, which is becoming a very um, popular music style, and most of the Klezmer bands do not have a fully Jewish uh, band, uh, band members in them. And it's, it, there's a lot happening. Andy, anything you want to add to that? I, I agree with her very much in the fact that it's very important to not only see the, the negative and also to, to acknowledge that, that these are the attacks and the anti-Semitism are very marginal incidents. And as a whole, there is, there is a very real and very strong revival when it comes to Central Eastern Europe. And there is a very, very strong and very very meaningful Jewish communities uh, all, over, all over Europe, which, which I think need more of a, you know, encouragement and strengthening than, than to always, always focus on, on anti-Semitism. So, so may, and maybe also just like to, to add to that is that um, it's not a numbers game only. And I think if we keep focusing on the size of communities and people leaving, we're, we're kind of missing out also on what constitutes fulfilling uh, Jewish communal life. Um, actually, Andy and I, we just ran a seminar in Macedonia. Um, this, the Jewish community in Skopje has about 200, 250 people in them. And the community life that we experienced there was so warm and so wonderful to, to, to uh, participate in um, that we left thinking it really isn't only about the size of the community. It's about what happens in the community, um, how, they, how they try to be of value, how they try to um, carry the Jewish heritage of that city forward, how they conceive of their future. Um, and these, these communities really also need um, positive support um, from the bigger communities around the world, um, because it can be very tough if you constantly feel that um, everybody's just kind of waiting for you, for for your community to die out. I think I think we're we're losing out if we don't uh, see the beauty also in in, in these uh, smaller communities. Andy and Jane, thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. 
Andy Gergely is the head of the World Union of Jewish Students. Jane Braden Golay is president of the European Union of Jewish Students. What about you, listeners? Are any of you out there listening to your podcast from a town in Europe or a city in Europe? We want to know what your experience of Jewish life is where you live. Go ahead, post a comment on our podcast at tabletmag.com, or you can send us an email at podcast at tabletmag.com. Join the conversation. Vox Tablet is produced by Julie Subrin. I'm Sarah Ivry. We want to give a special thanks today to our colleague Yair Rosenberg, and we want to thank you very much, dear listeners, for joining us.